What's up, Buttercups? It's your favorite commissioner, Nate Molinay, with episode five of the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. Today, I sat down with a good buddy of mine, Tony Cosentino. He's the commissioner of the 58 West King Fantasy Football League. Uh, also runs a podcast for that league. Go check it out on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts uh, under the 58 West King podcast. We've got about 30 episodes or so, somewhere around there, as of the time of this recording. Uh, we cover a lot of different things, anything from the league, fantasy football, regular football stuff, conspiracies, pop culture, what we're watching, binging, movie recommendations, just the whole gamut of things on that podcast. It's really fun. Uh, so I encourage you to go check it out and give them a follow for the podcast at 58 West King Podcast on Twitter. Or you can follow his direct handle where you'll get some of his takes and who he likes to tweet at and rage over. Uh, that'd be at a cause the heavy, a cause spelled A C O Z, a cause underscore the underscore heavy. He is part of the underscore mafia. In this episode, we got into a bunch of crap. We got into a little bit about his upbringing, his favorite sports teams, what he would do explicitly with some of our favorite Mexican foods how he would handle some of the predominant Democratic candidates. We get a, ah, gosh, how you put it? We get, a, we get a wellness check in there, and we uncover a little bit about his secret motives and agenda for uh, getting me to relocate to a different location. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Let's get it. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing, man? I'm good. Nice to see you again. Uh, we are in episode five of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast, redoing the Tony Coast edition that got bamboozled by Brandon Beisner in the duo that shook me for one in my, I believe, my second ever podcast. And I think we're a lot better now, so we're going to redo it. So it sounds good. Audio's good. We can get a better introduction. I'm sitting right up against a wall. You can't see it, but I guarantee visor's not popping up this time. Thank you. I appreciate it. It probably helps that you're in separate states, and he's jackhammering right now. So why don't you, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, name, age, ASL, from family, history, background, profession, whatever you do. Sure. I go by Tony, uh, last name Cosentino. I'm from uh, Long Beach, California. I kind of grew up inland in Riverside County. Uh, joined the military in my early 20s, a little later than most. Traveled the States a little bit, deployed a few times. Uh, I've got a wife, two kids, eight years old and six years old. So they're off into school now, which is nice. Um, currently living uh, in Central California, stationed at Vandenberg, but I'm headed back to Colorado this fall. So I'll be back with everybody else, all the other space peeps. How are you digging that California life on the Central Coast? It's 70 degrees every day. 
Yes. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Cause Colorado, like if you haven't been there for those who haven't been there, it's like, it could be 70, it could hail, it could snow. So it's, I don't know, it's very, very inconsistent. Yeah. All within like the matter of days. So it's pretty crazy. But the consistency here is nice sandals and shorts every day. And the food. And the food's amazing for sure. If you get a chance and you want to do it, uh, I'm actually looking into one right now, but get yourself a Santa Maria style grill so that you can crank it up and you can just use wood underneath it or whatever. Grab yourself some red oak before you leave and you'll have the best way to barbecue, control your heat and everything like that. It's awesome. Noted. They're really expensive when you leave the Central Coast because you have to get them shipped. So oh, okay. um, that's what I'm not wanting to do. So I'm trying to figure out how to build one. But all right. So moving on to our story, how do we meet? I believe we met in Qatar or Qatar if you're 45 years old. Uh, you were on rotation one at the 17th. I was on rotation two. So you guys kind of set up shop after you had your sleeping competitions. Right. And then uh, we took it from you and you didn't do much, but, you know, it was something. But I met you and Cotton and uh, pretty much Derricott, Lewis, all those guys there. I was still new to the unit. So yeah, it kind of sucked. We were, a lot of us were on like opposite rotations. A lot of the guys in Afghanistan too. So I didn't get to know like Valdez and Tyler as well as I would have liked, but it is what it is. But that's where we met. Yeah, I remember when you came, um, DC was like, hey, there's this dude, Tony Cosentino. He's pretty cool. Uh, you'll like him. He's a Dodger fan. And I was like, all right, we're good to go. And then <laughs> found out you're from that area and stuff. So we both like tacos. And it's fitting that we're in this league called Taco Corp. Yeah, it just makes sense. All right, so <laughs> a little bit about your football history. Uh, when did you start watching? You have favorite team, favorite player of all time, favorite current player? I was brainwashed at a young age to uh, like the Cowboys. My mom's side is uh, Mexican. So they're from like Texas. They immigrated up that way to California. Yep. Um, so like mid nineties when they were winning Super Bowls. So probably a bandwagon fan. I don't know, but um, <clears throat> all my other sports franchises are in LA. So once the Rams moved a few years back, I kind of adopted them. I know the chargers are there now too, but the Rams did it, made it first. So I'm now a Rams fan, uh, favorite player, Emmett Smith kind of one of the first players I latched onto as a Cowboys fan. And I didn't watch many other teams. I didn't play fantasy until like the mid two thousands. So just kind of watched him had a Jersey. That was like my first Jersey. So that was kind of a big deal, but yeah, Cowboys mid nineties. That's when I started. Do you have a favorite current player? Favorite current player, probably like Mahomes. I mean, the dude does it all. He's fun to watch. Like they could be losing by three scores and it doesn't even matter. Right. Like we saw that in the playoffs. So it's fun to watch. Like they can score on literally any play. It's fun. I, I find it fun to watch him because he, he kind of looks like he's flabby too. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's like jacked or built or like a you know, super lean guy or whatever. It's like the guy eats fucking honey nut Cheerios or, <laughs> you know, like pizza rolls and stuff like that. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, this is this guy's diet and he's got great hair. He changed hair for like culture. Like it's a culture statement now, you know, a trend mm-hmm. is hair. So. Yeah, he's definitely fun to watch. Yeah, it's cool. He's kind of like changing the league a little bit, right? Yeah. we're shifting like more towards the offense. And like you, guys, you see guys coming up getting drafted like Jordan Love because, you know, that team, the Packers, want a, want a chance to have the next Patrick Mahomes. So it's kind of interesting to see what players like him are doing to the league in a, in a positive way. I watched some more of his combine stuff and his workouts and stuff like that, and he has a lot of similarities where he's able to flick the ball really well. So he has like the velocity out of his arm, and it's like, seamless like it's super mm-hmm. easy for it to come out so you wonder if like you can get with somebody who who can like mold him or something like that mm-hmm. maybe you can do something with it so 
Yeah. It'd be interesting. All right. So you said uh, the early 2000s, mid 2000s, you started playing fantasy. Uh, you have like a, a year that you remember starting um, a good story, bad story about fantasy, maybe your favorite format or anything like that. I think half PPR is probably my favorite format. I was against any type of PPR at first, just because change is bad. So, yeah. you know, when I started playing, I played on Yahoo and the standard was not, you know, anything but PPR, right. It's changed now, but I think half PPR is kind of like the best middle ground for me. I don't, I'm not great at PPR, full PPR. So I'm still learning how to like prioritize wide receivers and running backs that catch the ball. So um, yeah, draft strategy, it's just value-based. Yeah. So I, I don't, go into a draft saying I'm going to take six wide receivers before I start taking running backs. It's so, it's so difficult to do. Yeah. I, I'm thinking I I'm leaning more towards like half PPR. Cause it's more of a, like a fair balance because like, I, I, I mean, this league is PPR, right. Mm-hmm. And it's more so because that's what the people really want. And that's what I really liked at the beginning. But the more I get into it, it's like the guy can catch a pass, yeah, lose eight yards and gain two tenths of a point. Yeah. Right. And it's like, eh, like, you know, it has to have some type of impact. and But I think a fair balance is that because you should be rewarded for a guy like Michael Thomas who catches 140 balls a year or something like that, right? That's pretty outstanding work, so. Yeah, yeah you've made that argument before. I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. Half, I think half point is the most fair, but I don't mind full point. I just got to kind of adjust yeah. uh, in the drafts is where I get I kill myself. The hard part is like running backs who catch the ball because I think from a wide receiver standpoint, full PPR is really good. Running backs, it's really hard because they're the ones who tend to lose yards if they mm-hmm. do catch the ball, right? Um, yeah, everything's real close to the line of scrimmage for them. Yeah, because you got those chain mover guys that just collect 10 balls for 70 yards, right? Yeah. And all they did was move the change for the team, and it's it's actually an impact to the game. So, yeah, that fair balance I think is really good in half. Um, we might bring that up next year. All right, so we'll get into some of your league info, some of your stats. Oh, it's ugly. I don't even want to hear it. Plug your ears, folks. This is going to hurt. All right, so uh, you've been in the league for five years now. So your first year was 2015. Um, I believe that's the year we met. I um, started this about a year before that. Um, no, it was after that. So we met in 14. Yeah, so – or we met in 12, I guess. So By the time we had all been back, it was like a year, year and a half Yeah, because everybody was moving around and stuff like that. Yeah. So And it's also 16. worth mentioning – that I won the first year we all played together. And then you guys decided to cancel that league and start a new one without me called Taco Corp. So that is that what happened. I, I won the league too. So I was going to throw that out there for all the listeners. And that was Trey's league. This is my like league. You, and... you guys, we were doing what we did to Moyer like way before we did that in Madden. Like you guys did it to me years ago. This is, uh, there's a new sheriff in town. Um <laughs> You played 65 games, 31 wins, 34 losses overall for a winning percentage of 47.69. Um, average points per season or points per game, you're kind of on the the middle to low end, 129 points a game. Uh, we'll round that up to 130 because there's a .58, and I'm really good at it. I like rounding up, give it Thank to you. the people, but it's still probably like right at the the top end of the back third of the league. In it points against you've been pretty even there so with your points for uh, 130 you can't really control that but point differential of negative 1.35 
Uh, you've also made the playoffs twice. That's pretty impressive, um, except you don't have any wins within the playoffs and zero loss. <laughs> so you have two losses yeah. in the playoffs to go with your two playoff wins, um, but at least you've made it twice out of the five years that you've been in. Anything to say for your accomplishments? Just call me Andy Dalton, right, with go. black hair. That's I'm good. You do have one accolade, though. Um, no points, titles, no championships, but you do have a sacco on your record. That was disgusting. I actually did the sacco punishment too. So I appreciate that. That was yeah. pretty good. Uh, fireball and mayonnaise. Uh, hell, of, hell of a mixture. The fireball is kind of dominating in that mixture. So you barely taste the mayonnaise as long as you put it down quick. Definitely. Uh, I guess a question for me, for you, uh, something that you like about the league, something that you dislike about the league or that you'd like to change or maybe see us discuss later on. Uh, so I struggle in the league and I don't think it's because like I'm particularly bad at fantasy football. I have success in other leagues, but I think one of the things I like about your league is the competition. You got guys like you and Trey, guys I play in a lot of other leagues with, but you also have Clint and, uh, and James. So those dudes came in and like, they were successful right away. So it's, it's nice going against competition like that. Cause it does make you better. It forces you to put in a little extra work. So, uh, I like your competition probably better than some of the other leagues I play in. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite thing about it. I hate that Clint's so damn good. Like, I think he's like yeah. the top, one of the top performers in our league. So there's top just not two. like, like in some leagues, you're like, all right, these three or four guys, I'm going to, I'm going to mop the floor with them. Any, anytime I play them like your league, there's maybe only one or two. Yeah. So and their name's Glenn and Josh. In case you were wondering, <laughs> I read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> anything you think about changing or that you'd like to see in the future or anything like that? Your league just got rid of kickers, right? Yep, we got rid of kickers and defenses. That was my biggest thing, so I'm, I'm good now. Like, I, I'll complain about PPR all day, but I don't think we should get rid of it just because I, I haven't fully adjusted to it. Yeah. So I, any league I'm in, I complain about the kickers and defense, so we're good. No I do like having that this is my only, like, full PPR league. Um, I like having that because it gives me something else to, like, learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a variety. You don't have five of the same, like, settings, right, yeah. scoring settings. So I like that, too. All right, a couple personal questions. Let's do a little fuck, Mary kill first. Okay. So we'll go three of them. And I did one of these with Octavio, and I'm going to do it with you also. Fuck, Mary kill, burritos, tacos, tamales. Hmm. That's a tough choice. I don't want to get rid of any of those, to be honest. I'd probably marry tamales because those are the hardest to make. They take probably the longest out of the three. Yep. So I want those in my life every day. Like I want to wake up in the morning next to a tamale in my bed. Nice. Like a large human sized one. Probably, probably going to fuck a taco just because that makes sense to me. And then uh, we're killing the burrito. I'm, I love burritos too. So it, it sucks. But. So when you think of a taco, do you think of like a legit Mexican taco with like, you know, you've got two little small little tortillas, right? A little bit of meat, onion, cilantro, lime. Simple. Just simple okay. like that. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah, because I think I think it gets tricky whenever you're going like Taco Bell taco and you have a hard oh. shell or something like that. You can't you do wrap, it. You wrap it in cheese and like a crunchy shell and like yeah. a Chicago style pizza. Uh, yeah. No thanks. I don't know if you've had Taco Bell lately, but it's really pissing me off. When you order hard shell tacos, like if you don't eat them within 15 minutes, like the shell cracks at the bottom yeah. because they're not like draining the meat good enough or nothing like that. And it just yeah. fucking cracks in half and you might as well just yeah, it will either crack or it'll get soggy. Yeah, so like as soon as as soon as you grab your bag, like the timer starts. You have a few minutes. 
And it makes it terrible if you do like Uber Eats or something like that. Don't do they that. already come that way. I will never do Uber because like I think about Uber Eats and like if someone wanted like a McDon- a McDonald's combo, like I'm eating some of those fries. Like, yeah. It's gonna happen. So I just imagine other people are probably eating my fries if I order from Uber Eats. So I'm not doing it. I wouldn't recommend it. But there is this some we had this conversation with Octavio and uh in episode four about the burrito and it might end up making sense to fuck the burrito instead of the taco just because you're already getting something that's wrapped you have beans right so it's like a lot more like you get that warmth in it and it's smooth and all that kind of stuff so it's something to think of like for the future yeah i'll consider it i i've also been like when i warm the tortillas up on the the stove like i get them crispy too yeah so i get a little bit of crunch so i don't know i'm probably in the middle on it to be honest but oh nice choice of words well uh we'll put some more thought into it what kind of somali Red, red for sure. I mean, I, I don't hate green, but probably red, maybe with some pork or something in there. Yep. yep. We had a conversation about how when you get like, so we'll make these ones that are like, they use cheese and like a hatch New Mexico chili or something like Ooh. in it, right? Mm. Those ones are bomb, right? But the thing is, is like the, the masa stays like kind of yellowish, right? Or whatever, mm-hmm. like, because you don't use the the meat from the, or the, juices from the pork and the chili right like mm-hmm. you put in the red one but it fucks you up when someone gives you like a sweet one also or if you have them mixed up in your fridge and then you're like oh i'm gonna eat these ones right and you think it's the jalapeno one and it's a freaking sweet tamale and it just messes yeah. you off and you, maybe yep. you put three of them on your plate and two of them are sweet you're screwed yeah if I, if I go buy them i buy like a dozen of one type yeah for that reason definitely that's good uh all right fuck my kill uh bernie sanders joe biden Obviously going to kill. I'm not sure if you're bleeping that or not, but I have a good time bleeping it on to my be podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anything, let's at least get the wellness check out of the way at the end. Yeah. I have a family I want, I need to care for. <laughs> Are you in any way suicidal at the moment? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been. So love my family, love my life, uh, have a purpose and a reason to live. And I live on a military installation, so no one's robbing me or anything like that. I am under the same boat as you, and that is taken care of. Okay, perfect. Uh, so you said Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders? Yep. Probably just going to fuck Joe Biden. I, I couldn't be married to him. Too many too many creepy gestures. I, I couldn't live with that. Like, I'd be on edge at all times, right? I don't need anybody sucking on my fingers when I'm stretching. It's a little weird. Uh, and Bernie, I, lo- I love Bernie, so I'm going to marry the man, yeah. right? And he's going to split everything with me 50-50, so... And you can feel that burn. And I can feel the burn. That's mm. good. Yeah. That's really good. All right. And then questions for me. Any questions for me? I didn't come prepared because I wasn't sure if we were doing this or not. Okay. And I have a question, but I'll save it for mine. Um, question for you. Where do you see yourself living in approximately 12 months? What state? Ooh. Mm. Fuck. I, mean, I know we've been talking about this, so I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Um, Probably the state of Colorado. Mm. Um, so like if you had to give it odds, like, so we're talking 55, 45, 70, 30. Right now I'm probably 60, 40. Okay. Right now, Colorado. So I just put in a space force application. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have some medical stuff that's getting taken care of. So I got to get boarded for that, but Pending all that crap and then how they perceive it yeah that's what it looks like um we can put in a good word for you a lot of us are already in space so 
I think I'm pretty good on my my name. Like right. I've built a brand in the space community enough for me people just to know who Nate is, yeah. I believe. Um not like a brag or nothing, but everybody knows you and if they don't love you, they definitely hate you. Yep. But they can't deny that I'm good. So For sure. But there's also I was looking in it like there's a clause to to where like if you get accepted, you can also deny it pending anything else that happens on in your life. So mm-hmm. right now I'm probably 60 40 pending some stuff and things that are going on right now. So good to hear. Um, if I'm if the 40 happens, I'm probably staying. I'm going to stay here on the East Coast. So okay, copy that. If you do come to Colorado, I'll meet you there, and I'm going to need like at least three cases of Yingling. So that's the only reason the fucking question <laughs> happened. <laughs> so good. Uh, maybe so good. that's that's good and then um if i find out i should find out by the time you leave so i'll need a couple growlers you'll need to keep them cool for me of uh, some of the firestone i could pick up some florianos for you too anything else out of you anything you want the league to know anything you're contemplating right now or that we need to save for another podcast or you just want to trigger people with or anything like that buck clint henry has tiny hands and I don't understand how Valdez is not finishing last place auto drafting every year. Like it's mind blowing. Yeah. That's, that's what I got. Minus championships. He's a top three team in the league. A auto draft every year. Yep. Like I just need, I need auto draft. Cause we did it for Moyer in uh Beisner, Beisner's league, meaty clackers. And like he has, it's a five keeper league and he legit has like nine or 10 players that are keeper worthy. Damn. Like his roster is the best out of everybody's and he auto drafted last year. It was one of those things where we just take the best player for him as the draft goes on. So I don't know. Maybe I might do that in the future. Yeah. Let Jesus take the wheel. Definitely. All right, man. It's been fun. Where can the people find you on your socials, Twitter, Facebook? Uh, so the biggest one is probably just our podcast, uh, Twitter account at 58 WK podcast. Simple. Uh, if you follow Nate, you can easily find us. So that's all we got. All right. I'll link that here in the notes on the podcast so um i encourage everybody to check that out we've got probably 25 26 episodes up right now for the league that tony manages himself um a bunch of good commentary things like that in there we got into some conspiracy stuff which whenever we do another one of those i got a good one and it's on all current events that are happening right now riots race wars who's really managing this stuff all of our favorite topics and why nice yeah we talk conspiracies we talk comedies tv shows football fantasy football our league so we keep it pretty personal in most episodes too and we're gonna have a wrestling episode here coming up soon because one of the guys who is the co-commish matt graham in that league doesn't know a damn thing about degeneration x and i am triggered so i lost a little bit of respect for him all right this has been fun we'll see you later on thanks for coming on i love you bye Thanks, buddy. Love you. Bye.